What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Abstract Sports Podcast. Before we get going with the show, I have a really extremely terrible thing to announce. Um, I'm taking my talents to New England. Um, Yeah, let's do this. Can I have that? Oh, wow, I just got wastewater. Do you want to wear this or? Yeah, sure. My goodness, your hat's, your head is giant. I like basketball. <laughs> That's how small my head is. It just looks like a thing that goes right on top of your Basketball is my favorite sport. Do you like the way they dribble up and down the court? Yeah, and then get fouled or think they get fouled and then complain about it. <laughs> uh, so, as you can see, I am now a Boston Celtics fan. Go Celtics. Uh, I gotta give a shout out to my boy Larry Legend, aka Larry the Man Bird. Bird, like a bird. <laughs> Legend. It's a man. It's a bird. It's Larry. Uh, I also like Bob Cousy. I have to say that name because my mother-in-law will kill me if I'm a Celtics fan and I don't say Bob Cousy's name. Cousy. Kind of like Cousy, yeah, but Cousy. but like Cousy. I think he was more of a passer, if I remember right. But how about a guy named Kyrie Irving? I have heard from some birds that Kyrie Irving has the best handles in the game of all time. Yeah, he might. He just might. I mean, there are other guys out there like Jason Williams and Jason Kidd, people like that who have a chance. But I don't know. Kyrie, is he's a magician with the rock, as the kids say these days. He's a little emotional. Is he emotional? Mm. Is that a good, good emotional? Or? Took him to Boston. Well, that's all right. I still love him because he's a Celtic. Go Celtics. Uh, <laughs> you feel weird saying that? I do feel weird saying this. Um, and then you, you can't help but mention the other two guys in Boston. Now you got Brad Stevens and Gordon Hayward, kind of the the pair, you know. They're like... Young, loving, and broken ankle guy? <laughs> yes. Uh, Brad Stevens is like this baby-faced-looking guy. Gordon Hayward also baby-faced-looking, but they have a very special relationship uh, it's not like that, but they are close. You sure? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Some finger guns. Finger guns. Finger guns. <laughs> nah. Nah. But I ha- the the guy I have to mention last though, the winningest player of all time, Bill Russell. Guy by the name of Bill Russell. This dude is like a walking. Rings di- on rings on rings. He's a walking. I need ring. another finger. <laughs> uh, he has eleven rings. Um, I don't remember how many came with the Celtics that. That shows you how much I really care about them. <laughs> um, but I know that, you know, the Lakers have 16 in their time. Bill Russell has 11 himself. That's insane. So Lakers suck. So <laughs> no, yes, yeah, they totally suck. I don't like this. Lakers at all. suck. <laughs> B L A B L A. I don't know what else to say. Um, <laughs> the podcast is canceled. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, okay, but uh, that I just had to get that out of the way. But special announcement after the intro. Let's get this thing started for real. Go Boston. All right, so the big announcement is that I'm actually going to be giving away this fancy little hat. 
Um, not because I don't love the Celtics, but because I don't love the Celtics. Uh, but I, no, actually, I thought it's a Christmas season, and if it's something that um, if there are Celtics fans out there, or if you're a business person, you want to make some money, we'll give it away for free, and then you can sell it. I don't care what you do, um, but it's a really nice hat. Adidas. It's an Adidas hat. Um, it's got this sweet Celtics logo pattern on the brim. Um, it'll be very lightly worn. I mean, I don't sweat too bad, but I'll wear it for this show, and I'm going to probably hold it like this because I think this is neat. It'll have the sweat of shame. Yes. Shame sweats. <laughs> the, the, the smelling sweat of a loser. Yes, we'll be giving away this hat. Um, you're you're going to want to follow us on Facebook, like our page, follow us so you can be notified when we post things. Follow us on Twitter at Abstract Sports, Instagram at Abstract Sports, um, but you also have uh, the YouTube channel. You can follow us on there as well. I'm not sure where we're going to announce. We'll probably announce it everywhere, um, but you're going to want to be following us so you know what the rules are. Um, yeah, giving away a Celtics hat. Full free. Full free. Full Christmas. But I'm just going to wear it for today, okay? Is that all right? Temp temporary fan here. Um, Who's the best team in the NBA, Kyle? That's the Boston Celtics, man. They have the best record. They have the longest win streak. Kyrie Irving is GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brad Stevens is my daddy. I love Brad Stevens. Mm. Love me some Brad Stevens. Uh, like some nice thick <laughs> Brad. Uh, but welcome to episode 33 of the Abstract Sports Podcast, where we're bringing sports back to life from abstract yet popular angles. Sort of. Huh? Sort of. Sort of? Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, we are live. We're talking sports. I mean, uh, sorry, I have to get my shirt all untucked from my boobs. Uh, <laughs> hashtag BSB2L. If you want to tweet to us. Bring your boobs back to life. Whatever. Uh, if you want to get us trending on Twitter for whatever reason, use hashtag BSB2L. And then people can start seeing our faces more, and it'd be fun. Um, but we've got a hell of a show for you guys today. Coming at you live on Facebook. Uh, if you're curious what a live video broadcast of this podcast is like, you're going to want to follow and like us on Facebook, Abstract Sports. Uh, you'll find us on there. Um, yeah, we do some pretty silly stuff that you don't really get to see or hear in the post-production audio on SoundCloud or YouTube. So uh, you're going to want to follow. Micah. Yes. <laughs> I'm all over the place. <laughs> How are you doing in that hockey league? I had a brief stay in first place. Just a brief stay? Brief stay. One week. No, I'm in second. You're in second? Uh, I have been blessed with a, uh, how, how would you say, slew of injuries. Okay. <laughs> Wrong one. I wish you could rename these. <laughs> I believe the one we were looking for... Let me find it. Oh, the injuries one? <laughs> Would be either... That sounds pretty accurate if your team is ridden with injuries. And when it happened, I was like... <laughs> Classic Wilhelm. Yes. I like it. Uh, so, yeah, I... Uh, man, I've had like nine of... Nine of like 14 players are all injured. What? Dang. Yeah, that's so been crazy. <laughs> my production went down quite a bit, and yeah, and my goalies didn't have a good week, so I'm in second now. That's well, hey, it's better than where I'm at in fantasy football. I mean, that's true. Your top two, I'm bottom, bottom, super duper bottom. Well, the one I'm in top two isn't the one that we're in together, right? 
So, but yeah, in in that fantasy league of football, I'm in numero uno. Good job. Yeah. Proud of you. Yeah. Uh, Respect. There's there's a little hockey talk for you. Um, I haven't been following hockey honestly at all. Right. <laughs> I'm the host of this show, and I just I don't talk about sports. Uh, not all the sports, only the ones I like. I'm biased. Mike had left again. He always leaves me. Hey, how's it going, Race? Uh, love the shirts. I need one. Sweet. What size of shirt do you wear? We could probably make something happen. Um, so Micah's doing all right in fantasy hockey. Uh, you know, Kyle's not watching hockey. I'm not watching hockey. Um, I do like it, though. I, I, apparently here in Idaho Falls, we're supposed to get a semi-pro team. Maybe. Maybe. For years. It's going to be a ways down the road. But when it does happen, I'll be going to a lot of games. I mean, we go to a lot of baseball games that are here. Um, you know, Kansas City Royals affiliate. So we go to a lot of games. But hockey-wise, so those those are a bit more entertaining, um, in my opinion. Baseball so is a little a, it's bit. It's a little quicker than baseball. Yeah. There's some, some hits that happen. and It's not outside, though. No. Baseball, you're outside. Mother Nature. Is that spitting seeds? Would you say it's cold in a hockey rink? No. Or is it just because there's ice? People are well, like, "Oh, it's cold." I guess I've never noticed. I've sat nosebleeds every time. It's uh, if you're in a professional rink, it's no different than a basketball game. Okay. Because the ice is formed by the chilled concrete. The concrete is chilled. It's, so, it's so it has to be down. Yeah. Down down there. Yeah. It's not the ambient temperature that okay. affects anything. So, like at uh at the Spokane games we went to. And like the early fall and late spring, you just mm-hmm. take your jacket off. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just like a mental thing. You get in there, it you're is. like, oh, it's ice. They're, they're skating on ice. That means I'm cold. It is. And I'm, I'm sure down on the floor, it's a little cooler just because it's it's like heated floors in your house. It makes you hot. But these are cool. It's a chilled. <laughs> it's a frozen floor, quite literally. Yeah. And I mean, the, there's a rink up in Moscow, Idaho. I've been there a few times, but that's like very up close and personal. And it's always cold in that. And that's also uh, a tent, pretty much. Yeah. There's like so, the only heat source is like space heaters, basically. Yeah. That's a tent. And like the rink here in Idaho Falls is a shed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big shed, but it's a shed. It's a fancy shed. It's a metal sided shed. Um, race double XL. Uh, I don't have any double XLs, man. I'm actually out. I'm I'm out of XL and double XL. But, um, you know, I, I think as, as long as the podcast keeps going, um, I'll probably get a new order of shirts. Uh, but with holidays around and like this being like a low budget deal, um, I can't order shirts until probably next year sometime. But I'll be sure to get some double XL. I'll get some XLs. Unless we get some donations. Yeah, if we get donations. Donate. Um, we don't have that ability on Facebook as, as well as we Venmo. do. Yeah. Oh, we. Sh- Why don't I have a Venmo yet? I don't Just know. put it up on the screen. Be like, oh, you want to support the pod? You want to pay us for us being stupid on the internet? Pay, right. the <laughs> pay, pod, pay, pay, pod. pay pod. Pay pod. Pay pod. Pay pod. Pay. Pod pay. Um. Kyle Richards. But anyways, I yeah. Sorry about the hockey thing. Um. I just thought I'd ask since we haven't mentioned hockey for a while. I think the last thing we talked about was the Vegas Knight Golden Knights doing well their first year. <laughs> <laughs> I just like spit on myself. That's gross. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about some MLB because in the offseason, there's not a lot of huge stories that really happen. Baseball. Some baseball. I mean, today's a pretty packed episode, I'm telling baseball. you. Baseball? What are baseball? You talk about some baseball? Baseball? Got some baseball for you. Sick graphic. Yeah. Courtesy of your boy. 
Go Boston. Number one. <laughs> uh, so there's some... There's been some interesting things in the news about Derek Jeter. Um, he's now the CEO of the Miami Marlins. He actually got that position just back in August, so he's really new to the position. Uh, here's a guy who's trying to be the guy at Players' Tribune and run this whole thing. That's sort of like his main deal. But now he's CEO of the Miami Marlins. Pretty busy dude anyways. I mean, he's like one of the like most liked baseball players in recent times, I would say. Um, but now he's the CEO of the Marlins, and what does he do? He goes and trades potentially the best player in franchise history, from what I've read. Um, I mean, it's Giancarlo Stanton. You know that name if you watch any baseball at all. But he traded Giancarlo Stanton to the Yankees. That sounds familiar. Peter Yankees. It sounds a little bit fishy. <laughs> sounds a little bit jeter I mean, Jeter played how many seasons? Every year. His whole season. His whole, his whole season. His whole season. <laughs> he played his whole season. His whole life season at whole the Yankees. Season. So he's definitely biased towards the Yankees in a, in a certain way. But is he really that biased to send this guy to the Yankees? Yes. Okay. Well, I did some digging, and here's what I found. I'm going to quote this article from... I didn't quote it. Shoot. Where did I find that? I'm going to say Bleacher Report. I think that's where it was. Um... But basically, for Giancarlo Stanton, the Marlins are getting second baseman Starlin Castro, uh, a pitching prospect named Jorge Guzman, and shortstop prospect Jose Devers. So you have two people who aren't even technically in the big leagues yet, and one guy who is a second baseman for the Marlins, or now for the Yankees, or for, no, for the Marlins, sorry, I'm all backwards. But on top of that, Miami also gets some financial relief. And uh, from what I was reading, it was saying that they were bleeding like millions of dollars annually because they were they had too much money in their their payroll, or they, there was a salary cap of some kind. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, not not a salary cap, but payroll. Payroll. You can the franchise itself be like, eh, we're hemorrhaging cash. Okay. Because they're paying people too much money. And yeah. okay, makes sense. And and here's here's why they're going to save a whole bunch of money. Um, well, wait. Yeah, yes. I'm all mixed up. Stanton is going to be getting paid $265 million over the next 10 years. That's a lot of money. That's a ton of money. And then there's like a an extra $30 million if he decides to opt into his contract at the end. Um, that's a lot of money. So that, that could do a lot for the Marlins. It's over a quarter billion. That's so much money, man. That's a lot of money. Um, but apparently when they were losing over the summer... There were, it was like inevitable that there was going to be some management changes and new mm-hmm. ownership coming in. And so he was like trying to be the player coach and say, I think we need to do this, la, la, la. And they were like, no, we don't want to do that. And so and that, the people who were saying no, that's like Jeter and their squad, like when they came in. Yeah. And, and, and so sort of created this disconnect between him and, the, and management, and he didn't seem to want to be there. That's what Jeter said. Uh, we'll talk about it more in a sec, but Jeter said, quote, one thing that I understand is that you don't want to have someone that does not want to be with your organization. Um, we talked to him about our plans moving forward in the future, and he wanted to continue his career else- elsewhere. That's what Jeter said. So he wanted to continue his career with Jeter's old team. I guess. 
Still fishy. <laughs> I don't... Super fishy, like can of tuna right next to me. Like, fishy. Why wouldn't you try to make things, like amend things with this guy? He's MVP type material. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're going for the Chip Kelly thing where you get rid of LaShawn McCoy. Oh, wait, that didn't work. <laughs> what happened there? Sorry, I'm like going to look for something right now. They traded LaShawn McCoy to the Buffalo Bills and then got fired. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, trade. Does that mean Jeter's going to get fired, do you think? Probably not because he's Jeter, but I don't think trading away your inherited team's best player... It's a good idea. <laughs> not sure. Yeah, I mean, when you're only in that position for two to three months and then you make a decision like that, it you're not starting off your management career on the right step. And it's not really management. He's CEO. It's yeah. a little, little different. Yeah. It's still fishy. I mean, it's it's kind of like, um, like Genie Bus for the Lakers. And I'm only using this because I'm familiar with their organization. But that's like her making player calls when because she's like a co-owner of the team. Isn't that weird, or is that just a normal thing in the MLB? I don't, I don't know. Because like there's got to be owners and then management, which is usually who deal with players. And there's Jerry Jones, who's both. <laughs> yeah, uh, he basically runs the city of Dallas, right? That's what I heard. Pretty much. But just to spout out some things about Stanton, according to Wikipedia, he's a four-time All-Star including this year, a couple of years ago, 2014, 2012. He's a National League MVP this year. He's uh, strong. He, he's strong. Two-time Silver Slugger Award, two-time NL Hank Aaron Award, two-time NL Home Run Leader. He hit home runs. And these are all this year, like 2014, 2017. That's like his sweet spot. Well, um, there's there's a, a certain, leader. certain magic to how the ball comes off his bat. I it, agree. Uh, it shoots off it's like kaboom jam. Pretty much. It's like, I don't think that ball should be traveling that fast. So his career stats, is. 268 batting average, which is like, okay. 960 hits, 267 home runs, wham, and 672 RBIs. Ooh, that's weird. Home runs, 267. RBIs, 672. Wow. We need the X-Files theme song. Wow. Wow. What a wow, Kyle. That's insane. <laughs> Got into you. <laughs> Is that what the, the Laker fan in you has got you yeah, like, yeah. angst? Big baller brand, boy. <laughs> I don't Triple know what to think. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, about... anybody joining the podcast? <laughs> yeah, we got we got one guy. I've <laughs> just lean forward <laughs> to look at the screen and his face is like, whoa! Um, but, you know, Crazy. aside from the, this decision on Derek Jeter's part, I have nothing against the guy. Like career-wise, he was always like a decent dude. Played well. His wife. His Micah is fond of his wife. His wife. Hopefully, Bektar's not watching this podcast. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christmas stress is is around. It's in the air. Who cares? Um, No, she doesn't care. I don't care. I know you, when you think when I think of Jeter, I mean I you know me I don't know baseball all that much. You could hear that I was stumbling over that entire segment. It wasn't your smoothest. It wasn't my smoothest. I was really fumbling through it. But I mean, you're just so consumed with your Boston fandom because they're just they're having a great season. Yes, I know. They're I mean their record is great. The best. It's the, it's the hugest win it's the percentage of all. It's the best in all the land. 
Um, but I do know that Derek Jeter's a class, classy dude, and I appreciate him for creating the Players Tribune. It's sort of what he he started that as his. When I leave baseball, this is what I'm going to do, and it gives you a really cool perspective into players' lives and like, and it's very current. Whenever something happens in a certain league, that a player around that situation will write an article about it, and it sort of enlightens the fans, like like how they how the player sees that situation from a like a first person perspective, as opposed to like us being out here like, why did you do that? Why did you leave the Oklahoma City Thunder? Why? Is your snake? <laughs> Is that a snake? Yes. Yes. yes Kevin Durant. <laughs> um, but I mean, Players Tribune is awesome. I actually share a lot of their articles on the blog or the the Facebook page. Um, plus, I can't help but think about his last game, getting the walk off single. That was pretty magical. I mean, that was like. They didn't really even. It didn't matter. It's kind of like Kobe's last game. He got sixty points and it didn't matter. You, Kobe. <laughs> hey, as a Paul Pierce fan, I know when I see a goat. Okay. <laughs> Super Paul Pierce fan here. Number thirty-four, all the way. You, you strike me as a as a KG guy, but you know. KG? Am I really that aggressive? Damn. <sighs> I don't think so. Uh, or you know. A Rondo guy? I do like Rondo. He is like, he's my playing style. If or, I, what about a Ray Allen guy? Ray Allen. Bomb those trays. I, you mean Jesus Shuttlesworth? Jesus. <laughs> he was in a movie. Oh. His name was Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah. Can I watch this See? Video? True Boston fan. Telling you. Taking uh, <laughs> serious. But no, I, I really liked Rondo's playing style because we're kind of talking basketball now, but since we mentioned it, it's a tangent. I love tangents. His hands are huge. He's got big hands. Not like Kawhi Leonard hands, but big for a point guard. But, like, if I were a player in the NBA, I feel like I'd be him because I'm not the greatest shooter in a competitive situation. Like, when I'm shooting around by myself, I can shoot pretty good. But when I get into a game, I'm like, like, everything falls short. I'm just like, my my fingers swell up, and I'm like, Sounds like a Lakers player. Which one? Oh, well, think about Lonzo. More like all of them. Lakers just come up short, See, man. I could compare him to Rondo, too, because he's more of a pass-first guard like Rondo is. But he's a Laker. Like, Rondo, he would be out on the three-point line, and people will guard him, like, ten feet away. They're like, you're not going to shoot that. At least nobody's done that to Lonzo yet. He can still hit the shot. But <clears throat> I hate him, though. Yeah. I hate him so much. Oh, he's the worst. Boo! Um, but anyways... Clearly, Derek Jeter still loves the Yankees. You can see your heart breaking on the inside. <laughs> just, I'm just gonna be in a. I'm gonna be a mess all. Be in a ball all this week. Um, Keltron. Just a mess. <laughs> I don't know who I am. <laughs> I have to rediscover myself. Who am I? <laughs> um, so that's a good transition into some football. I don't know where the transition came from. Oh, it was right here. <laughs> Whoosh. Hand egg. Uh, so some big news in the football world for all you cheesehead fans. Aaron Rodgers will be starting. No, not only is he cleared medically to play, he is going to start. I saw it in the news. It's it's real life, guys. So if you had him on IR, get him out of there. Dro- drop that player on your bench that you picked up to try and replace a man like him. I like me some A Rod. A Aaron. A Rod. A- 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 true A Rod. <laughs> 
Hey, hey, Ron. Uh, no, I like Aaron Rodgers too. He's a. He's the true A Rod. Oh, I see. <laughs> Double A Rod, maybe. The A, the A, it doesn't make sense. I thought you were saying A Rod, cause up in my notes I, it says A Rod, so I was confused. Gosh, Micah. I know you're distracted with all the Celtics All Stars that you are in love with, but <laughs> come on, get it together. Uh, but no, I like Aaron Rodgers. He seems like a really nice guy. R E L A X. Relax. I feel like he might secretly be kind of not even secretly, kind of snooty, but yeah, I think so. Just a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, maybe just a little bit. I mean, he's got the yeah. He's we'll get into egos later, but he's kind of cocky. Yeah, I'll give you that. But he's one of the best. He is damn good. And that hail mary king. Uh, so how about that Buffalo game? That was crazy. Um. My favorite thing... Couldn't watch it. Couldn't see anything. <laughs> yeah, I saw some of the shots. Because like, we were watching it, all the games at Buffalo Wild Wings this weekend. Not a paid advertisement, by the way. But, like... At Chicken <laughs> Buffalo Wings. <laughs> but we were watching all the games from a distance, right? Crazy bison parts. <laughs> Make it stop! Uh, bison insane flying things. If you're just showing up to the podcast, welcome to the show. We're talking about some football. Um, and I was going to mention like that Bills game, when you're watching it from a distance, you don't really see how bad the snow is. It's kind of like when you're watching a football game, even up close, you can't see the rain until they put the camera on the field. Oh, damn. And you're like, Ooh, that looks slippery. Um, but that game though, I had, there was like a foot of snow on the field. They were clearing it between stoppages and they cleared it before the game and it was just, And they were, give, they were giving out free tickets and money to help for people to come in and help them remove snow from the stadium. I think it's just LaShawn McCoy. Is it? <laughs> I think he just has to play in all these snow games. He's like a the Yeti of the NFL. Pretty much. Huh. Saw a Yeti in his not-so-natural habitat in an NFL stadium. Black Yeti. <laughs> Bigfoot? <laughs> um, Sam Squinch? <laughs> Sam Squinch. I haven't heard that one before. Um, but that, that game took me back to my childhood because when I was little, I used to play football all year round with my friends. And, uh, I mean, we can talk, we'll talk more about this in a second, like pick up football games. But in the winter time, that was when it was most exciting because whenever you got six inches of fresh powder, you know, when you're like a teenager in high school or, you know, you like to snowboard or something when fresh pow, pow, when people say pow, pow, I get a cringy, cringy I, I grew up in the desert. Yeah. So you don't have those vibes? No, we played in the sand. Not about... <laughs> it snowed six inches of sand last night. We used cacti as uprights. <laughs> That's a lie. That didn't go in. You're playing the sand, though. The cactus is around the world. It's around the world. The cacti's out of bounds. <laughs> so you better stay in bounds. <laughs> that or jump. Suck. Or die. Um, but yeah, when, you got, when we got six inches of snow when I was a kid... We were, like, out in the front yard, like, making sure that all the snow was packed down by the end of the day from us running around everywhere. Um, if you hear curse words, it's because my wife is killing one of our cats. Not literally, figuratively, but she's angry with him. Uh, <laughs> what are you looking for there? <laughs> my little sister. <laughs> like has got the tools. Man, we're all over the place today. This is crazy. It's like we haven't done this for two weeks. Kind of like that. You know, 
I was going to ask, uh, I was going to say earlier in the podcast that, like, yes, I'm still alive from the drink that Micah made me two weeks ago. Just in the bathroom. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't believe it's been two weeks, actually, because I had the hot dog spicy drink, and then we took a week off because technical difficulties, oh my goodness, most frustrating thing in the world. This guy. Oh, man. Guys, I'm a busy guy. Uh, what can I say? I'm just that guy. Don't believe him. <laughs> he just watches Celtics game all day. That's all he does. Like, Kyrie, you're my hero. We left the glory, it's... Go, Uncle Drew, you the man. Um, the original big three. <laughs> uh, but in other news, though, in the NFL, there, there have been a lot of uh, concussion-induced plays that I feel like were not handled properly. Inducing plays? In, induce, yeah, I don't know. Concussion-affected plays. Plays where uh, players were not diagnosed with concussions when they probably should have. So the NFL has a concussion protocol set up to pull players off the field when they feel that they could be concussed. So it doesn't even have to... They don't have to show signs of concussion. It's just, hey, you got hit in the head pretty hard. Yeah. Get off the field. That We're going to look bad. at you. Yes. Because, you know, it makes sense. And a couple times a season, that has clearly failed. Yeah. The whole... Kind of started with the Russell Wilson thing where... Oh, Got yeah. hit in the head, and they're like, okay, get over here. Put the tin over, get out, let's go. Yeah. Like, you, you didn't check bleep. Yeah, and if you, if you aren't aware in the NFL, they brought this new thing into the league. It's just like this big blue tent that's on every sideline. So whenever a player you know, has to pee or when they actually get injured, there's a tent there for them to go to and get inspected. Um, and I don't know, you know, it's, this is something we could talk about, but that's where they go for their concussion test. Like, they do the, the eye test. and Who do you else? play for? Say, <laughs> Gotta. I was going to say St. Louis. I'm like, wait, that's a correct answer. <laughs> Derp. Alice says, how can a Lakers fan wear a Celtic hat? Um, he was never a Lakers fan. You have to go back and watch episode 31. Uh, <laughs> Rewind. And towards the end. Actually, was it? Yeah, it was 31. Or 32. Two. 32. Uh, towards the end of the episode, I made a bet that... And lost. Who was the bet again? It was Ohio State. Ohio State and Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And Ohio State was definitely the better team. Yeah. Wisconsin was ranked higher, but numbers don't mean anything, as I should know. That's not my game. So I made yet another bad bet, and my, my payment was to be a Celtics fan for a week. So look out for the Celtics posts. Um, we're actually giving away this hat... As a Christmas present. I mean, I'm only only wearing it for a day. And for New Year's, we're giving this one away. No, we're not. That's mine. That's a Christmas present. It's an early Christmas present from my padre. But although I am wearing this hat very lightly, we're going to attempt to give it away uh, to a lucky Celtics fan or not Celtics fan out there in the world. And we'll be giving this to the largest donor this week. <laughs> one dollar. One dollar. Um. <laughs> buy your own hat, Kyle. Yeah. You're giving yourself money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could easily just, you know, one-up the largest donation. And just, just outbid Oh, them. no, look! <laughs> oh, I'll pay him. Oh, this guy named Tater Deluxe. He just keeps <laughs> donating more and more dough. Alice says, Celtics fan for a lifetime. Wow, that's, a, that's an impossible bet to hold up. I would never make that bet. We could bet on the national championship game and, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. 
We will make, we will bet on that. I mean, I think that's... The Purge only... yourself of all Lakers fandom. <laughs> um, you know what I think we should do? For the next bet, I've got it. We should, for the Christmas Day basketball games, we should, like, pick the winners, and whoever gets the most right is the winner. Man. Okay. It's on. So you can pick whoever you want. Well, shoot. Well, I can pick whoever I want. I pick Golden State. And well, yeah. I mean, Golden Snake. And... <laughs> Well, we'll, we'll see. When we get to the end, we'll look at the schedule. We'll see what's okay. going what's going down. But I think that's a pretty fun way of doing it. Then we're like paying attention to every single game on Christmas. I still won't watch them. Not that I don't anyways. I mean, I watch them all. They're all great. Um, I mean, it's just tradition for me anyways. Uh, so anyways, back to concussion protocol. It's been failing. Russell Wilson goes into that blue tent that I mentioned, and he just pops right back out. Like, nothing... You can tell nothing happened inside that tent. They didn't test him. For oh, him. they watched him the whole time. He doesn't. He just. He doesn't disappear from the screen. He's there. Says okay. Yeah. There's no one in the tent with him. And that that's just a, a blatant. They're trying to cheat the system. Yeah. I think the one that happened this week wasn't Tom Savage trying to cheat the system. It was the system failing him in a very big way. In a very big way. Um, that dude basically had a seizure on the floor of this stadium. Just. Shaking, convulsing, couldn't move. Not something you want to see. No. Not any, some, nobody wants to see that. Yeah, no. And, uh, kept playing. A few, uh, he played like one or two more plays and they pulled him out. They're like, oh, he's hurt. It's so crazy, man. So. Like, part, part of me wonders if they introduced the blue tent almost so that they could hide their concussion protocol or like, you know, hide the things they're doing for players I so think... that people can't judge them on their they're falling short or something well uh, i think it's a level of privacy because there can be some intimate regions that are hurt i get that and also i mean you have the opposing coaching staff being like oh my god look rogers is down with a broken collarbone yeah you know, so they can take away some strategy by yeah or, your tank down. you know a linebacker gets pulled with a groin but you know the other team doesn't know if he's coming back or not right so yeah it's definitely an added element and um, I mean, I've seen in games where players will have to pee on the sideline and they will have, uh, like, towel guys and all kinds of people standing around them with towels, like, trying to block the view. It's like, put a freaking porta potty on the on the sideline. I mean, want to see my dog? Yeah, players got to go pee. Let them go pee in an actual place where they don't get, like, oh, let's make a viral post on, on social media real quick. Like, oh, I saw so-and-so's butt cheeks. I don't know if you've ever tried to pee with football pants on or gear no it's a lot of work <laughs> there's a lot of there's some layers down there you gotta get through and it's Man, tight i believe it there's a uh, strap and it's bad there's a lot of layers that would not be fun yeah um but speaking of injuries and things like that uh it really sucked to see carson wentz go down for the eagles dude was having an mvp caliber season that's like this i've been saying that's like the second quarterback this year who was having an mvp caliber season who got who ended up finishing with a season-ending injury? Uh, the other one was Deshaun Watson. I mean, as a rookie though, probably would have got Rookie of the Year. But if they went far enough, he could have had it. Could have had them both. I mean, Houston's done jack since. Yeah. So, and yeah, it was looking good for both of those guys. Philly has a chance though. They're a, a complete team, and as far as backups go, Nick Foles is yeah 
pretty good. He was a starter a couple of years ago. And he did well when he played. Um, Two so, seven touchdowns in a game. Yes. That was crazy. That blew up the internet. I remember that. But um, from what I – I mean, Carson Wentz, after he hurt his – he injured his ACL, didn't he get up and throw a touchdown? Yeah. The next play? Yeah, so he, uh, he heard it on the run for the touchdown that got called back. And then he – we were watching it live. We were like – that looked like it hurt. Yeah, that sounded nasty. Sounded nasty, looked nasty, and then he was standing there. I was like, oh, he's hurt. And I, I saw a video of him walking before that play, and you see his knee, like, moving around. It's yeah. like, dude, get off your feet. He's walking gingerly, but you, they show him get up, and his face, like, he's a ginger, so he's going to be red anyway. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. <Kat. laughs> no, his face is, like, bright red, like... Bleep, 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 bleep. Stay in the game. Win. <laughs> Must win. And they run a play and he hands the ball off, but he basically stands there, gives him the ball. He's like trying doesn't to re- Yeah, doesn't really move. And that doesn't get in. So then he stands there in the pocket and throws a touchdown. But he's not bouncing. He's not moving. He just, he's stood, not dry. There. He just stood there flat-footed and just yeah, that was, had the ball. That was crazy. It was a better catch than it was a pass. But yeah. He threw it. They ended up getting the win. Yeah, flat-footed. But, yeah, they ended up getting that win, and they they clinched their division with that win. Yeah, they're in the playoffs. So, I mean, we kind of expected that anyways, but now things are a little more uncertain than they were, but Nick Foles, I think, will come in and do a pretty good job. Um, and uh, to move on a little bit, we're going to talk about some college football. Um, we've got some college football playoff coming up this Saturday. Or not playoff. Sorry, bowl games this Saturday. The football playoff starts after Christmas. Um, that's correct, right? Yeah, it comes yes, before. That's New Year's. That's New Year's is the first game, or the first round the of first games. First rounds. So yeah. the first round is New Year's Day. Yeah, Monday. I think it's thirty first. Thirty first. So Sunday might be the first. Uh-huh. And then a week later, it's New Year's weekend. New Year's weekend, there'll be one game, and then you have one more a week later. Two games. Two games. Yes. Sorry. I'm saying one round. One I know round. you're just <laughs> obsessed with KG and Paul Pierce <laughs> and Rondo. But uh, I'm out of practice. On. I'm out of practice, come man. Come on. Uh, so I'm like stumbling over. And my I know words. you're. You just. You can't get over the the sin that is on my head. <sighs> and I really want to punch you right now. <laughs> I can feel the burning. <laughs> you know, it's like you're um, a vampire, and this is a crucifix. You just. Oh. Uh, it's making me stupider. It's it really yeah. is. I can't even. I can't read. I'm looking at a calendar. I'm like, I see everything in green. Where's the top? And where's the bottom? Everything's in green. Why can't the good old Irish luck save me for this one? Oh no! You're after me, lucky Lakers. <laughs> anyway, there's some ball games happening this Saturday. Um, the only one that we're really kind of thinking of watching, maybe. And just because it's a team that's from Idaho, uh, Boise State versus Oregon. Boo. That's fine. Now, we don't like the Broncos, but if they're the only team in a bowl game, we'll root for them, I suppose. No, we won't. If you like the Broncos, that's fine. Um, just unsubscribe now. And <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> like literally uh, everybody that follows the page is a Broncos fan. Yeah, Boise's coming in ranked. Oregon's not. Oregon probably going to lose because they lost their head coach. And Boise's at home. Yeah. Oh, no, they're not. They're, they're in not. Vegas. They're in Vegas. It's not home. So, wow, man. 
Well, I just remember, dude. I was They're like, even the away team in this game. <laughs> <laughs> They're closest to home. <laughs> in, in no way are they the home team. Um, oh, so, I hate you. Uh, yeah, I'd say Boise's probably going to win. I agree. I'll go with that. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to hate them, but, you know. They show up to big games. That's the thing. Yeah. That's what they do. They're number 25. Oregon is number nothing, so. I mean, numbers yeah. don't mean anything, though. Oregon had a better season than previous couple. Oregon has cooler uniforms all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time. Yes. We'll say, I like their uh, Boise's matte black helmets. They are nice. Pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I agree. They do some things right. <laughs> Education. <laughs> um, they don't do that right. Uh, but let's talk about the best sport in the world. Hockey? <laughs> that was probably perfect timing for the podcast because, like, there's the sound. And when the word dropped, it was like, hockey? Hockey? <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Um, so there's been a... I, there's one thing that I feel like is not getting enough airtime right now in the sports media world, and that's this right here. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar thinks that the NBA is the league of America's future, no longer the NFL. Who do you play for? He played for the Lakers. And what are they? The enemy. <laughs> the frenemy. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he's probably Kareem. Top three, all time. He is one of the goats, okay? But he's he's up there. He's one of the brains. Uh, <laughs> he's but I think it's a really interesting discussion because, I mean, I've been a basketball fan all my life, but I've dabbled in other sports quite a bit. And when I say dabble, I really mean that. I didn't like, I was never like a super big baseball fan or like a huge football fan. I followed players mostly. But in the NBA, I've always been like... You're a people's person, kind of. Yes, I am. But um, I've never developed a liking of a team like a, like in the NBA. I'm just trying to be... Like, ge- like the Celtics? Trying to be generic here. Like your Celtics <laughs> fandom? Just like you developed your fandom for the Celtics? And, uh, I like the Celtics, yes. And their history and their players. Oh, and their history is great. Man, you just embrace their rivalries with teams and just... You know, <sighs> their colors... Beat LA, man. Oh, I like their colors. I actually have a tattoo of a clover on my body. That's not a lie. It's not. I've seen it. Oh, is that a... It's on his mm. peen. <laughs> it's on his calf. It's on my calf. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I am a true Celtics fan. And no, I'm just, like, trolling everybody right now. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I'm like, I got a free hat out of Micah. All right. <laughs> no, we're giving it away, guys. We're giving this away at the end. And this one, too. The biggest donor. And when I say at the end, I mean sometime in the next couple weeks we're giving it away. Merry Christmas. That was a nice, you know, synced up hat, put back on thing we just did. <laughs> Whoop! That could be in our compilation. Hmm. Uh, but anyways, interesting discussion. Let's make the case for and against NFL and NBA. We've got a bunch of bullet points here, and if you're in the chat, feel free to give us your input. We'd be curious to see what you think about this. Alice? Yeah, Alice, if you're still here. What say ye? Can you find out who's watching? You used to be able to. Okay, maybe not. If we click on that. Oh, there it is. No. That doesn't show you who's watching, though. Dang. But if you're in here, feel, feel free to add to the discussion. But here are some things we listed for, uh, for the NFL on why it's better than the NBA. One thing that I listed is that it's a contact sport. 
I think that, you know, the basketball, when I was younger, I would always say that basketball is a contact sport. And I'm like, it still is, you know, but it definitely is not quite like football. I mean, the way you end the play is you tackle somebody. Yeah, you tackle them to the ground, and sometimes there's a hard hit, and concussions happen and stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, that type of contact is a different kind of physicality. Um, it's more of a strength and athleticism thing than a fine skill where basketball is like, you know, dribbling. It really, it's very, like, you have to practice forever to get really good at that. Like Kyrie Irving, for example, my boy, uh, best handler of all time. But also shooting a ball into a little hole, I feel like it just takes a totally different skill set. Um, you think about uh, all the different players, and I, I think you mentioned this, but <laughs> she says she's here. Alice, you're here. Okay, well, let us know what you think. Is is the NBA or the NFL the most popular sport in America? Tell us what you think. Or the future. Oh, yeah, the league of the future. Let us know what you think. But, uh, well, I also listed celebrations, question mark, because in the NBA there's not, like, a set time where you celebrate. It just kind of happens. You mean mug somebody. Yeah, but the NFL brought back the ability to use props, and I think the fans love that. It's done a good thing for the NFL, given the circumstances of things that have gone on around. Yeah, it made it a little more fun. I agree. Um, It's been harmless so far, so I think it's a... Yeah, there have been a couple of fines handed out, but not for something that's like, oh, what, why, would he do that? Yeah, that's kind of what it was getting to. Yeah, so I... I think that's, that is a plus that the NFL has over the NBA. And then you had this one. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Blue means me. Blue means Micah speaks. Go, Micah, go. So the NFL has bigger teams. So uh, caters to different kind of athletes for different positions. So maybe you're not the most hand-eye coordinated guy. But you can run real fast. What? What? <laughs> you can play defense. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, <laughs> you're never going to throw the ball. But you can sure lay a block. Yeah. Lineman. Or you're not the fastest dude, but you're not the biggest dude. But you have some skill. You're a fullback. Or you can run real fast and you can make rocks cuts. You can be a halfback. There's a lot of different uh, accommodations. I agree. In the NFL, whereas uh, I feel like the NBA, you got to be able to shoot. You got to be able to dribble. You don't have to make free throws. <laughs> Shaq, uh, DeAndre. Uh, DeAndre's gotten a lot better. That's true. That was accidental. <laughs> Maybe he hasn't. I don't know. The phone affects no wall. Uh, so I just, uh, there's more spots people can like i guess i don't know if that's what i'm trying yeah, to say but like i think it makes sense people follow receivers because they were a receiver or they like defensive players or quarterbacks it's just i don't know there's just more to like i think i think every it's a variety in basketball i think what you're getting at is that in in basketball each position does a lot of the same stuff whereas in football every position is like a specialty yeah i mean like i mean you know linemen are the only people on the team who do a similar task as another guy. Yeah. Um, you know, they're all blocking in the same direction to create a hole for the running back to get through. But then you've got the running back that's a specialty position, fullback especially. Um, Skill positions. And then, you know, tight ends who are like, 
blocking receivers that's like super specialty kickers you know there's just a, a variety of different types of and builds of players in the football league cornerbacks linebackers yeah and like you look you can look at the build yeah of players like the picture of tom brady when he came in the league he looks like a guy who should be working at walmart yeah if you're tall and scrawny you're probably not a linebacker <laughs> yeah like, or a lineman you're probably receiver cornerback quarterback. yeah so i mean like if you're a, a tiny little person who, who has like big quads you're a field goal kicker if you're a scrawny person who can maybe take a hit but can throw a ball really accurately you can be a quarterback yeah like it's it's like I, I think the opportunities are endless for people who want to go into football there's so many positions they can pursue at a certain size mm-hmm. um i feel like kickers are the people like those are like the real specialty positions because they usually get a kicker you keep them for like forever if they're good enough they don't miss kicks Blair walsh walsh man he's Ooh, had a he's tough good. career we got that Aguayo guy who got booted out. <laughs> yeah, he's all mental though. Walsh, I think, is just a lost cause. It's just bad. <laughs> so, uh, but a part of that is now kind of in the NBA. There's a bunch of super teams. NFL can't really do that. You really can. There's too many players. Yeah, there's too many positions. There's a, well, you could if there wasn't a salary cap. But you know, uh, Rogers, Brady, Roethlisberger aren't joining forces because they all do the same thing. Yeah. And that there's going to be two guys on the bench, one guy playing. Mm-hmm. And so you don't really see the super teams. You see really good teams, but not super teams. Whereas NBA, I don't really want to watch Golden State play Cleveland for the fourth time yeah. in a row. And we know how it's going to end. It's just, it's not fun. I hear you. I totally agree. Uh, Alice on Facebook says, I lost a lot of interest in pro basketball when it seemed to start to become about star players more than the teams. Too many one-man teams. Um, I don't. She also says, I don't think you see the teamwork or the relying on each other like football or baseball. Word. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I mean, I feel like basketball now, it, it used to be sort of like a one-man hero ball type of thing, and now it's gravitating towards super teams. But then the teams that don't have super teams, it is like a one-man show almost. Um, Unless you're Russell Westbrook, and then it's only a one-man show. Yeah, <laughs> but then they still got Paul George Mello to help him out. It's yeah, like holy but, crap! Yeah, I think he's gets caught up in the triple double oh, stats game. You see him looking at the scoreboard all the yeah. time. I mean, it's definitely not a secret. I don't two think. more rebounds. Okay, but I think yeah, that's one one spot that I think football really owns the NBA, and I'm okay with that. I think it it makes it so that people can follow different sports for valid reasons. Like every play in in the NFL, like really, really matters. Whereas in the NBA, you get a ton of possessions in a game, a lot of opportunities to score. And a lot of that has to do with just, I don't know, pace, length of quarters and whatnot. But, um, but one thing that you mentioned, I'm going to say it though. One thing that you mentioned is that the outdoor aspect of football is yeah, really cool. It's, uh, the elements can affect the game, as we saw this last week. Yeah, the, the Bills and the Colts playing in a foot of snow. That was really cool to watch. Um, not a lot of defense being, well, accidental defense, <laughs> where players just can't move as quick, and uh, they end up going down. Slippery ball. Yeah, I, I think it took away a lot of 
some of the seriousness of the game, which was oh yeah, kind of needed. If, if every game was played in the snow, <laughs> I don't think it would be very fun to watch. Yeah, it'd be like this is kind of boring. But when it happens, but, it's like yeah. whimsical. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's super neat. Like, you can't help but sit there and laugh, because yeah. every play you're going to see something silly. <laughs> I'm not a Bills fan or a Colts fan by any sense of the word, but I watched that game. Yeah. Alice says on Facebook, it's not the same game it used to be in the old days. I totally agree, and I, I think I'll, I'll get to that when we talk about the NBA a little bit more, but you have a very good point. Um, but yeah, outdoor and weather affecting the game. Actually, in college, I, want, I don't know if they do this every year. I think it's just if the weather's permitting, but couple years ago in San Diego they did an event where like Maryland played North Carolina and it was like a they played it on an aircraft carrier oh, I don't remember but football no it was basketball oh I was they like actually installed a hardwood floor or they just put a hardwood floor out on the aircraft carrier well they did that with Duke and Michigan State they've done it they've done it a few it's times it's like a regular thing that they try yeah. to do and for the one that I watched Obama was there for it which is pretty sweet i mean he goes to sporting went to sporting events all the time but a college game i mean you know if you can get involved with the military and you know why not make it make it a thing but that game was really cool they had like special uniforms for it it was like military appreciation night um you had the president there you obviously had a flyover because <laughs> you're kind of in the area well the uh, the nhl does their stadium series where they build rinks outside in football and baseball stadiums and play a game called the Winter Classic. Winter Classic. Yeah. And, uh, that so, type of stuff is cool. Like Yeah, watching a hockey game in the snow. It's it, pretty neat. It re-engages the interest of yeah. sports. And in that case, it was kind of taking it back to like the, the heritage. Yeah. Playing outside. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, just like in man-made ponds that they freeze over, basically. Yeah. Something you see in the movies. <laughs> yeah. Backyard hockey up in Canada, eh? Canada, so, but yeah, I think outside adds some. I mean, all the new stadiums they're building are all domes. I get it. you got to have the multi-use thing going. Could you imagine if it was snowing during a hockey game? That would be sweet. That would be pretty Well, it did on one of the winter classes. Right. So, <laughs> Sidney Crosby got a concussion. Um, Ouch. But I think it's just a sports thing going away from that. I mean, mm. it, kudos to Minnesota to building an outdoor baseball stadium when they didn't have to, and they did, and that's great. Sure. Whereas then they built a really cool indoor stadium for football. I get it. It's super cold there. Um, but Atlanta, you didn't need a dome. I'm surprised they built an outdoor baseball, though, because yeah. it get, it cuts pretty close to that time oh, of year. Oh, they, they cut it close. <laughs> Especially in Minnesota. <laughs> they cut it close. But yeah, I mean, obviously the NFL has a lot of things over the NBA, and that's Obviously, a part of the reason why I watch it is because it's different. Um, but some things that about the NFL that might deter, like, turn people away from it is also the fact that it's a contact sport. Double point! Double point. Double point. Boom. Go Celtics. Rap horn. What did you just say? Rap horn. <laughs> what did you just say? It sounds like you're saying something else. Rap horn. <laughs> Rat. Rat. <laughs> Red porn. <laughs> uh, rap horn. Rap horn. Uh, rap porn. This is what he meant. Man. Double porn. Serious rap porn. <laughs> That's a real rap horn. Squeakity squeak. I can't help but hear it that way now. <laughs> um, but 
yeah, the NFL is great because it's a contact sport. People like the hard hits and stuff. But because it is a hard-hitting sport, people get hurt, and not just temporarily. You know, people who play in the league for a long time, look at Brett Favre. Like, he's had early onset, uh, is it is it called dementia in that case? Probably. Uh, but just gen, gen, generic brain damage from being hit so much. Well, look at Ryan Chazier. He may not ever walk the same. He's probably going to walk again, but... Yeah, and it, it's not... It's not like players are trying to be dirty and hurt people. No. They're trying to make football plays, but when people get hurt, um, they are upset. And you know what? I'm going to actually try to find... It's, uh, it's definitely going to... It's going to be hard to keep the sport going if a couple generations of parents don't want the kids playing football. And yeah. it's... I couldn't tell them they're wrong. So, I played football as a kid, but... Yeah, I, I, only... I only got hurt a little bit. <laughs> I mean... I am a Lakers fan. <laughs> Is that how you got hurt? I don't understand. No, that's why I'm a Lakers fan. But I want to. I'm gonna try. Clearly, something wrong with me. <laughs> you sound like Jim Carrey. Clearly, like, no, there's something wrong with me. There's clearly something wrong with me. Um, let's see if I can't find this. I'm not really a Lakers fan. Sorry, this is. But this we will be giving away this hat to the largest donor. No, we're win. not. <laughs> Mike is trying to give away my Christmas present, Dad. That's not here. I know what he paid for it. He told me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so speaking of... He did tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of players getting hurt in the NFL, here's a little clip that I found. I shared it on the Facebook page. You can go find it um, after the show or something. But I'll just play a little snippet of it because I think it's it's very relevant in what we're talking about. Let me see if I can get this to work. And there's a little bit of cursing. It's not bad, though. If I can get it to work, that's the only problem. If I don't get it to work, it's going to be really embarrassing. Uh, Speaking of things not working, this coming Christmas season, I'm going to be getting another webcam and another microphone. So Micah and I are going to be doing the show out of my office, which is going to be awesome. Um, The setup there is a lot better, a lot more space. The internet is fire. We could probably up our bit rate at that point. Um, so that's something you can look forward to. And have you ever seen those shows on like sports center where you've got one camera here, you have like a split down the middle of the screen with like a ticker almost. And then you have another camera. That's kind of what our setup is going to be like. And you know, it gives you the chance to be able to decorate your own area. It's like you can have like bobbleheads on the table if you want. I'm not sure I'm going to pack in and out a bunch of my camera. <laughs> yeah. Here's my Wednesday box. I'll just like, you can put stuff on the wall if you want, if you have like a Titans poster. I, I didn't know. know you were a Titans fan, Kyle. I don't know. After this week's poor showing, I might not be a Titans fan too much longer. Because <laughs> uh, that was pretty disgusting. Let's see if this works here. It's trying to. Titans fire your coaching staff. You have two Heisman Trophy winners, and you only scored one touchdown against Arizona? Wow, this is pretty bad. You know what? Screw it. Just go watch it on the Facebook page. Uh, You'll see a guy in a beanie, and the quote on it says that football is my competitive side. He basically talks about that thing I was mentioning where, um, you know, players aren't trying to make dirty plays, but just because of the timing of a certain throw by the quarterback or... um, the positioning of a player trying to make a play on the football and then getting blocked really hard, that's just a football play and people just happen to get injured. Yeah, to ask 
football and try to change it to where people don't get hurt or be upset when people do get hurt, it's, it's not going to happen. It's a contact sport. You're taking, yeah, you'd be taking that element out of the game. Yeah. And I, that, Even, you get hurt in flag football just because there's freaking 22 bodies on the <laughs> field all running at full speed. Yeah, no pads. No pad. You're going to get hurt. doesn't matter what you do to the game. Um, there's going to be injuries. There's injuries in basketball. I mean, you can you can tear your Achilles like Kobe did turning down the lane. There's just injuries the in baseball. Thing. And I think just because there's somebody hitting somebody else, that's why they're like, oh, my gosh, get out, get rid of this. Yeah. I mean, there's that. I'm not saying you can't improve it. Um, right. Clearly, as we talked about before, the concussion protocol is a broken system that needs to be improved. Yeah, and um, it seems like they're always doing research to try and to try and come up with new helmet technology to try and um, counteract a little bit of the hard hits. Um, but yeah, basically, what this guy is saying in this video that I was trying to show you is that, like, he was talking about an example when. Uh, Andy Dalton threw a pass that got there was just not a good pass by him. He was putting his receiver in danger and he went to tackle or like hit the receiver in the gut, but because the receiver dove down to get it, he ended up hitting him in the head. And that's like he said it's like 50 grand out of my check because he wasn't he, trying to hurt him because he threw a bad ball. Yeah. And so there's certain times where you just can't do anything about it and that's just when that's one of those times where you pull the card out where you like you accepted this risk when you played the game. Yeah, it's uh, how the rules are and the fines. It's definitely put some of, the, especially defensive players, in kind of a, a no-win situation. Yeah, I agree. You, you make the hit, you get fined, you get a penalty, or you don't make the hit, and then you get benched because you didn't make the hit. I mean, it's the whole point of being competitive. Yeah. Is that you're you're trying to be better than the other guy, and if that's hitting him while he's in the air to break up a pass, that's just doing your job at that point. <laughs> you have to do it. Um, they're, I mean, they've upped the calls on defenseless defenseless receivers, uh, where they're up in the air, a guy hits him. It's like, well, the ball was there; it was looked clean yeah, to me. He jumped. <clears throat> and I think a play a play that happened around the same time this video came out was, uh, actually, it was the same game uh, when a perfect for the Bengals got rocked with this block by Juju Smith-Schuster and Karma. put him put him out. He's like, he was like almost, I think he ended up leaving the game he due did. to concussion yeah. Or, yeah. or like failing the protocol, at least for that game. Um, <clears throat> but if you watch the play, people are saying, oh, it's dirty, he hit him in the helmet. It's like, he didn't lead with his helmet, he wasn't going for the head, he lowered his shoulder into the body, and the player was trying to make a play on the ball, so he yeah. was literally just stopping him. What, well, Juju didn't help his case by yeah. taunting him. But yeah, that's the bad part. Yeah, right? the play itself, I feel, was just a, a, a hard football play. Yeah. And, I mean, sure, find a guy for being unsportsmanlike like that. That's just not called for, but make the hit and move on to the next play. Like, yeah. you don't stand over a guy when he's potentially concussed. Um, that's just one of several hits that he's rece received in his life that could be detrimental to his health and his future. But <clears throat> but that is the beauty and the ugly of the NFL is just the physicality of it, you know. I mean, you, you can go look at compilations on YouTube all day of hard hits, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's legit. Oh, my gosh. But then you think, like, that's got to hurt. Yeah, he <laughs> kills some brain cells. There. Yeah, it's not good for you. Um, but then you were going to talk about uh, stadium politics, how that's a bad thing for the NFL. Uh, 
There's all these things about building new stadiums. Every team wants a new stadium in the NFL. Cool. Uh, neat. New cool, stadium. you have cool. money. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then taxpayers are footing the bill. Because it's like a city yeah. entertainment. It's a city thing. And, you know, I, I sort of get that. But then who owns these football teams? Billionaires. Really rich people. Really rich people. Uh, they're getting 48% of the collective bargain agreement. All I mean, they're, they're getting money from this <clears throat> stuff. They're making money off the team, playing in the stadium, and they don't want to pay anything towards the stadium other than the regular taxes. Yeah. I don't really buy it. Um, Doesn't make sense. And I understand why some towns are upset about it. That's, if you dig down, that's the root reason of the Chargers moving to Los Angeles. Because San Diego said no. If you want to build a stadium, go for it, but we're not paying for it. And the NFL said, okay, fine, we'll go to L.A. Well, guess what, Chargers? Nobody wants you in L.A. You can't fill up a soccer stadium. (laughs) It's so dead. It's very dead. There's more fans for other teams. Um, So kudos to San Diego for saying no. It kind of sucks they lost their team. I wouldn't be surprised if they go back eventually, but that's just kind of what it is. I wouldn't wouldn't want to build a stadium for a billionaire here. Yeah, I ain't no billionaire. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how basketball politics work on that either. But teams I, very rarely move. I guess it's the same in the NFL. But yeah, and I, I think it's a little easier to swallow that uh, a basketball arena just because it's a, it's cheaper. It's significantly smaller. Yeah, it's smaller. <laughs> you can do a lot more with it. Um, concerts that you know aren't just Metallica can come. <laughs> uh, Events. I've watched BMX shows in basketball arenas. Yeah, there's moss trucks, dirt bikes. There's a bunch of stuff you can do in a in a NBA size arena that uh, it's a bit more feasible. I guess would be the yeah thing I'm looking for. You don't need acres upon acres to build it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, you could probably fit two, almost three basketball stadiums inside a football stadium. Oh yeah. I mean, after seeing Kansas City's when we were there, that is a huge architectural it's thing. Massive. <laughs> and you can get a, a hockey team. Um, play the very next night in the same arena. Yeah, I mean, in L.A., you've got the Kings, the, the L.A. Kings, you've got the Lakers, and the Clippers, who That's all, a, all in the same season, 82 games running. It's a busy building, and uh, that's just uh, an economic boost, whereas NFL Stadium, that's, what, seven, eight games? Eight games a year? Yeah, something like that. It's It's not doing a whole lot. Yeah, it's just crazy. Um, I mean, they have so many seats to fill, and there's only that many games in a season. Um, and so another thing that goes, I mean, because their stadiums are so big, this is a part of this this problem, I think. But um, ticket prices, according to a 2015-2016 chart from Statista.com. Statista.com. <laughs> um, some ticket prices from a couple of years ago. On average, the NFL ticket price was ninety, about ninety-three dollars. Okay, and then average NHL ticket is sixty-two, NBA fifty-six, and MLB thirty-one. I think that right there says a lot about um, how teams work and like the type of fan, how many fans they bring in, and how big the stadium is. A lot of that. Um, the NFL part is they only play. 16 games. Yeah, so they're trying to basically just get their buck where yeah, they can. Yeah, play 16 games, you have 52 players, 
extending on the practice squad, coaches and staff. You got a lot of crap to pay for. Yeah. They're overpriced, mind you. I don't need to pay $90 to see a team. Yeah. Whereas, like, baseball, there's 50 home, 50 plus home games. Yeah. And there's not 52 players. Yeah. In basketball, I mean, in basketball, there's, you know, 12 to 13 players on a team. So, you know, way less. games. Their stadiums are also, you know, I think the, the Vivint Smart Home Arena sits like. Like 17,000. I'm curious. I don't know if this is going to give us what we want. I'll just go to the wiki. Well, I should type wiki. Oh, yep, there you go. 19,911. Yeah, and the average football stadium, if I had to guess, it's probably like 50. No, probably more like more? 70. <laughs> That's average? Uh, let's see. The largest is in Washington D.C. It holds ninety-four. Okay, fair enough. Cowboy Stadium holds eighty. Kansas um, City's the biggest, though, isn't it? Or are those no, at Mile High? No, I just said the one in. Oh, you're it's thinking the, loudest. Yeah, that's what it is. Sorry, <laughs> Kansas City's the loudest. The biggest uh, in decibels. Huh? Mile High is the highest. <laughs> they all have something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't really listening. I was looking up the numbers, but. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point. They have a lot more people to pay for. Um, the NBA and less games to do it. And, I mean, I've, for the most part, I've paid much less than 55 every time I've gone to a jazz game. There's a couple times I splurged, um, not necessarily for better seats, but it was just because it was a playoff game, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously the playoffs bring in a whole different t- type of number set just because it's a very meaningful game for the city. MLB down at 31, that's crazy. But, I mean, I think that a lot of that is because maybe the, the games happen during the day um, a lot while the season's going and people can't come to them, so they have to make them affordable. There's just a lot more games. It is, I guess that's true. They have like 160 games. There's a lot more games. <laughs> they're longer. There's more concession sales. Um, yeah, they get it elsewhere. Yeah. That's a good point. But, man, it's... A lot of money. Yeah, NHL and NBA, it kind of makes sense that they're about the same level because same scale of arenas and teams. And NHL has a few more players per team. Same number of games a season runs the exact same time frame too. So um, more equipment. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot more equipment. A lot more equipment. Basketball is like jerseys. You got a jersey and a ball. Let's <laughs> go play some basketball. Yeah. Hockey's like I need a stick, a puck, elbow pads, chest pads, leg pads, goals, a helmet, well, nets, pipes. Boards, ice, ice <laughs> skates, skate sharpener. It's <laughs> a lot of equipment. It's a, uh, a little, little more overhead. You don't need teeth for hockey, though. You don't. Yeah, in fact, it's encouraged not to. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know what they encourage. Um, but let's talk about the case for and against the NBA now. So we've touched on a lot of points for the NFL. We're kind of all over the place, but that's my fault. Two weeks. None of this is blue. Go for it, Kyle. Uh, it can be. You can talk when you want, dang it. I'm not mad. I wasn't mad. Jeez. Uh, Co-host my ass. Uh, so, so one point that I think the NBA really beats a lot of sports, I think the only one that's close is the NHL on this factor. Um, but the NBA has a very fast pace compared to everything else. And we kind of talked about this when we were talking about women's uh, like WNBA versus the NBA and why not many people like to watch WNBA. 
A yeah. lot of it's because of pace and athleticism and things like that. The um, wow factor. And so, you know, the NFL is like, you have an extremely long play clock. You get four downs in a possession if you suck. Yeah, it's uh, it's 30 seconds of waiting for mm-hmm. five seconds of action. Yeah. So. And basketball is like, you know, you play for like five minutes usually, I'd say, and that's when you get your first time out. And so the game progresses quicker. You can enjoy yourself. The games are shorter. Um, so it has all that going for it, and that's probably a lot of the reason why the tickets are less too, because the games don't – they're not getting all that time. What? Look at my <laughs> shoes. Your, your get-up, your uh, oh, my abstract team? sports T-shirt, chinos, <laughs> and shiny dress shoes. And my, my lovely Celtics hat, of course. Well, yeah, your, your favorite team. Yes. Um, but we already mentioned ticket costs. That's something the NBA kind of wins at. I get – I mean – on average, I say we spend what, like, thirty to forty bucks on tickets when yeah. we go. It's not bad, um, and that's, I can swallow it anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's also not we don't get like the best seats, but we can still enjoy the game. Yeah, and you know, get there early, go watch warm ups and stuff. So, um, and I, I mean, to put it in perspective, too, playoff game for the NBA in the same seats was a hundred. That's barely over what a regular ticket price is for an NFL game. And it was really exciting. <laughs> so, but we've already mentioned a lot of these things. I think we already argued a lot of the points for the NBA, but one thing that the NBA has is the schedule. I mean, they've got 82 games that people can try and go to during the week. Kind of like the baseball thing. It's easier for people to make it to games. They play everybody at least once. Play everybody at least once, and I, I think that's true. Um, it should be true. I hope it's true. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of games, but they do play some teams like three times even um, division games yeah I would hope the NBA is smart enough to have every team play every team yeah I mean, they, have, they have the schedule for it so they might as well yeah um, but I think the thing that makes the NBA probably the most lovable is the scale of it and when I say scale I mean that in many different ways like when I go to a, a game I like to go down by the court beforehand and watch the players warm up and do their shooting routine take some pictures, try to get autographs if it's not crazy, because sure, why not? Um, but you get, get to be up close and personal. And one thing that you mentioned was that like you get to like see their faces and get their reactions and their emotions a lot easier. Yeah. Where, like, I'm Tom Brady. Yeah, in the, NF, in the NFL, you're like sitting, Who am I? You're sitting so far from the field. Like, unless you're lower bowl, you don't really get the, that kind of experience, so... I mean, it, who are your hosts this week on Abstract Sports? Nobody knows. <laughs> you will never know. You'll never know. My face mask is talking. Not even with this camera on my face. No. Nope. Um, he likes the Celtics. Who is he? Kyle Richards. <laughs> Love them. They're the best. I hate you so much. <laughs> um, Don't make stupid bets, kids. So, the proximity of players is really important um, because, you know, kids who look up to these players can get up close to them without having to pay anything extra it's just like they get their tickets and go down watch them be in awe and then go sit and watch the game yeah. um if i said do you know what lebron james looks like you probably go yeah i know what he looks like but if i said do you know who or what Le'Veon bell looks like yeah you're probably like ah uh, yeah he wears a black jersey yellow stripes number, number 26, 26. <laughs> If I had a couple pictures of people in black jerseys in number 26, could you tell me which one's Le'Veon Bell? 
Yeah. See, that could be another fun thing we do. Like, maybe try it as, like, an experiment. Who's the real one? Yeah, it'd be like, who is this? And it's, like, a prominent NFL player, and they have to try and guess. Yeah. And then an NBA player be like, oh, that's Paul George. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Duh, because we see his face. No face mask. Yeah. Um, but another thing in terms of scale has to do with, um, you know, when you're when you're growing up and you're, or not even when you're growing up, you can play pickup basketball wherever there's a hoop. And basketball hoops are way outnumbered in this world compared to, uh, or wait, sorry, got that backwards. The number of basketball hoops in this world outnumbers the number of football fields. Or playable football fields. Playable surfaces. areas, yeah. yeah. And I would say that it's a lot harder to get a bunch of people together to do a pickup football game. I mean, we did it when I was a kid, but that's because I had a whole street of kids at the same age, so it was easy. But we played way more basketball because everybody on the street had hoops in their driveway. Football is not something you can really do in your driveway. Um, And I think that's one thing that made me love basketball so much is that, like, I would play YMCA basketball, and there were gyms all over the place we'd play at throughout the year. Um, But then... When the weather was nice, I'd play at the school outside. I'd play at my neighbor's house. I'd play at my neighbor's neighbor's house. All over the place. And football is like, we have front yard. My yard's big enough so we can do it here. Your yard's too small. Your yard has stickers. <laughs> stickers, yeah. If it was like uh, my yard growing up, it was we had some grass, then kind of like a dip and a sidewalk, and then a dip and then more grass. So if you played football in my yard, it was like... Run, jump, hope you don't break your ankle, you know, (laughs) then you're back on grass or just don't get tackled on the concrete because that sucks. Yeah. And like the only thing with our yard growing up, we had a, there was a huge aspen tree. You could tell it was an aspen because of the way it was. Uh, (laughs) Called a sneaker. But it actually was a, it was dead. And so we eventually just like, mom, we need to get rid of this tree so we don't run into it playing football. And we got it removed because it was just a hindrance to us playing or playing the game. Way to go, mom. But, like, our yard, it was, like, that's where the whole neighborhood would come. Because it was the biggest one, it was on a corner lot. And we had, like, trees that were in perfect place for a touchdown marker. So I was like, we're going to Kyle's to play football. Yeah, that was was our issue is the only place that had big enough yard to play football was the school. And we had no way of marking, like, an end zone or out of bounds. It was like, oh, let's just have arbitrary. (laughs) You went far enough. Yeah, usually we would, like... We would bring something with us. We would make make it a point, like bring a hat. Those are your pylons. Those are your end zones. Mm-hmm. But um, then you'd have to have a back end zone so you know you're not going out of bounds. And then you'd have to try and guess. Yeah. And I mean, in basketball, pick up basketball and like somebody's house is also... There's less logistics involved. Yeah. I mean, you know, the curb is out. You go on the street, you're out. You know, there's... That's the... the I love pickup sports. That's like some of the coolest cultural things, I think, because... You like you bend the rules to make it fit your lifestyle. <laughs> this is what we have. Let's yeah. make it work. Exactly. I think that's awesome. Um, no, but, that basketball lends itself to that pretty well. Yeah. So that that's a pretty cool thing about basketball, and uh, yeah, you don't even need, have to have organized leagues to be able to play. You just go shoot hoops at the gym somewhere. But another thing that the NFL is trying to get into, but the NBA already rules in a big way is the international appeal. Um, the NBA is like, they're making it a point to play, what, a couple games a year in abroad, and usually it's in London. Yeah, one in Mexico City. Mexico City. Um, and I think it's great that they're trying to make an effort because it is a sport that 
a lot of people could get on board with. Yeah. Um, but you look at basketball in China. I mean, you know, baseball in Japan is pretty good. <sighs> yeah. But bas- basketball in China is crazy. <laughs> and India. Um, and, I mean, you obviously you got people like Porzingis coming in the league into the NBA. So you have people from Lithuania or Serbia. I don't remember where he's from. Latvia. Latvia. One of those. But when a player like him comes into the NBA, you have fans from that country because they have somebody to root for. And actually... Yeah, Stephen Adams is huge in New Zealand. Who? Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams? I love that guy. <laughs> he's he's mean looking. I wouldn't mess with him. I'd hang out with him. I think it's that tribal tattoo. But He's a goofball. It's that dirty stash he's got. That's <laughs> a dirty stash. And the man bun. Looks yeah. like a hipster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the international appeal is something fierce in the NBA. I mean, the Spurs are like an international player haven. <laughs> they had Boris Diaw at one point from France, Tony Parker, France, also France, and then Manu Ginobili from Spain. Um, Pop likes his foreigners, and that's not even all of them. Like, <laughs> Pop likes his foreigners, but Pau Gasol, Pau Gasol from Spain, and Marcus All also brothers. So yeah, you don't really see that too much in the NFL. You have that one rugby guy. Yeah. Played for the the Niners a couple of years back. Yeah, the uh, football's a pretty American thing. And I feel like, I don't know if this is like stereotyped, but from the replacements, the kicker is Australian. <laughs> I think that's just a trend. Is that just a thing that they yeah, tried to make yeah, funny? Yeah. Okay. Well. The, the Zazis can kick, though. <laughs> they got their Australian ruse football, which is nothing like American football. It's round. It's just different. Stiff, stiff. Um, but they have a weird style of kicking that lets the ball roll a little further. <laughs> um, so Hard yeah, catch. I, I think that the NBA has got a lot of big things over the NFL. I mean, personally, me looking at it from like a, as objective of a, of a view as I can, mm-hmm. I do think the NBA is making a case for a takeover in the in the U.S. Um, and I think the big thing is the scale. That people can get involved with the game. Football is much harder. I mean, another thing we didn't really mention is like growing up when you play. I mean, you already mentioned equipment for hockey, but the same goes for football. Like parents have to pay for pads and stuff. Yeah. In basketball, you pay for jersey and shorts and stuff. Buy your own shoes. Like you normally, you probably already have some. And that's usually like forty bucks, fifty bucks. Pads are much more expensive. <laughs> um, and so, it's a scalable thing and that's why it wins in yeah, my book makes sense. But, and I, I think the biggest negative i mean if i'm going to say the nba's is making a case to be better i think the biggest negative for the nfl is man probably the best thing about it is the team sport thing the specialties that's where people can get involved mostly yeah. in football but i think it's the injuries and the danger that drive people away kind of on the same page on the same mm-hmm. page there i mean that's why a lot of kids will say or parents will say they don't want their kids to ever play football because they see what it's done to people so anyway something to follow in the coming years i mean it's not going to be like a quick like the nba is way better than the nfl now but you'll definitely notice something different when you know nba is just more and more hyped um but 
to talk about some things against the NBA. I forgot to mention these already, but yeah, can't have all <laughs> pros, no cons, Kyle. Yeah, sorry, I, it's on the next page. Give me a break, Celtics fans. <laughs> yes, yeah, always thinking fan. about the positives. Oh, we're so great. Look at all of our championships. Oh, Bill <laughs> Russell, blah blah blah. So selfish. Jeez. But uh, one thing I absolutely hate about the NBA is how soft it is, and and that kind of goes in in hand with the complaining about fouls. I didn't make it. I got fouled clearly. I mean, like, if you maybe you've seen that clip of like LeBron's complaining to the referee, he has like this face like, uh, what? And or throw your mouthpiece. Yeah, but like that lady on the sideline when ref was or when LeBron was complaining, lady on the sideline, you can hear her on a microphone saying. Oh, suck it up, LeBron! <laughs> it sounds just like that. And, man, the beauty of being able to sit on front row and be able to yell at a player who makes millions. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> suck it up, LeBron. Suck it up, LeBron! Yeah, it's that's annoying to me. I think that's the biggest complaint I've always heard from people um, who don't watch a lot of basketball. They're like, I don't like it because they complain a lot. Yeah, I, I don't think I've watched a game... Where more often than not, they're like, this is a great call. Yeah. Yeah, I totally fouled that guy. I totally did. <laughs> or be like, nah, he didn't foul me. That was He was playing really good defense, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if... Because, if, I mean, they're trying to persuade him to give him yeah. the call. Ah, does that ever work? No! The, the call, you can't go back and flip a call over. Yeah. Ruff, he clearly fouled me. Yep. Okay. I mean, the best thing you can do is... Instead of like overreacting, go up to a ref and be like, "Hey, man, I just want to let you know he grabbed my arm on that play. Yeah, just keep an eye on it. He kind of hooked me up like this. I mean, maybe you can pay attention next time. I mean, you, that they would probably be more receptive to something like that because you're being like, "Look, he's actually fouling me. You're being honest." Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, oh my God. "I didn't make it. <laughs> I make all my shots that I'm not fouled on." <laughs> That's it, essentially what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> if he hadn't fouled me, I would have made it because I make all the shots. I don't ever miss. <laughs> Because I'm great. I, I saw one, yeah. a play during the Lakers and Knicks game last night where like Julius Randle, he's a pretty physical player for the Lakers. And uh, there's this play where he thought that the other guy had touched it last when it went out of bounds, and he was, like, freaking out at the ref. And he stood there and watched the replay with the ref. And then he walks away, and he's like, good call, good call. <laughs> and I was like, you don't see that very often. At least he recognized me, like... Okay, I was wrong. <laughs> he was laughing too. So uh, that was a great game to watch. That third quarter was crazy, back and forth, scoring for like three minutes, four minutes. I mean, um, you get a little bit in the NFL, like receivers thinking they're interfered with. Yeah, there's a lot of ticky tack calls in football, but yeah, the NBA's notorious for the complaining. Yeah, but I mean, and, and I hated sometimes I hated watching Kobe play because he would complain so much. I'm like, "Kobe, stop, just go down court, get on defense." Yeah. Um but yeah, so the NBA is soft. Like Alice, this is the point that I was going to come back to Alice. Uh the NBA is soft now, and you can argue that that's because of rule changes. I mean, you you can't like grab guys like you used to be able to back in the 80s and, and early 90s. But also the game has evolved from a more physical down low play to an outside shooting game. Yeah, there's no mid-range jumper anymore. Yeah, I mean, Kobe was like one of the last guys that like really owned the mid-range game. Only guy I can really think of, like in off the top of my head, recent memory, is like Sean Livingston. This guy will post you up, 
do a turnaround jumper right over you, and he'll go in every time. Aldridge will do that. Aldridge, yeah. I mean, post guys are supposed to be like that person, but even now they're growing to be more outside shooters. See, they're in the paint or behind the arc. Exactly. I mean, nothing in between. That's just how the game is evolving. I mean, you have somebody like Curry shooting the ball lights out from distance. A bunch of kids are going to start shooting the ball from distance because they want to be like Curry. It's just like wanting to be like Mike. You know, I want to mimic his game. See I Kobe. Be an egotistical nightmare. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing that you're going to talk about. <laughs> Ego in, in the NBA is so big. And I wonder if it's because of the emotions. You see the emotions more clearly. It, it could be. And I think it's because maybe the teams are smaller. And, you know, there's 10 guys on the court at a time. And there's only another 10 guys on the bench. Yeah. And it's just. Uh, Kind of like Al said, it's become about superstars yep. and super teams that are used to getting their way, used to winning, and when things don't go that way, they get pissed off. Sometimes they leave. We throw our mouthpieces, we change teams, <laughs> we throw fits, we kick people in the nuts, dream on. <laughs> um, we kick people in the nuts repeatedly, dream on. Like, dude, stop kicking people. <laughs> Just stop, it's obvious. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to do, and I've, you're not hiding it very well. I've um, listened to his Dre Day podcast, and his co-host, or the guy who like runs the show with him, he asked him about it. He's like, so when people say that you kick people in the nuts, what do you say? And he's like, uh, whatever, man. <laughs> like, He tried to defend himself, but it's like, you know you do yeah. it on purpose. <laughs> like, I, I like him as a player because he's one of the most physical in the game, but come on. Just... Grown men don't kick grown men in the nuts, dude. Like, no. don't do that. You just don't do that. Even in a fight, like you're defending your wife's honor, kicking him in the nuts is like, whoa. Yeah, he's got to do something real bad. Bro, uh, kick me in the gonads. <laughs> and uh, so there's there's a lot of ego. Um, Alice on Facebook says, there's a debate. Has the three-point shot ruined the game? No. I wouldn't say it has. Um, it's killed the mid-range game. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think what the best word that you can use in that situation is that it's the game has evolved. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different things to back that up. Like, I mean, I personally I liked the physical play back in the day. Like when when Kobe was younger and they had Kobe and Shaq. Those games were nasty. But when you start to develop like a finesse game, like three-point shooting, there's just not as much physicality, and so naturally. Like, I mean, literally by having an outside shooting offense, what it does is it spreads the offense or spreads the defense out, which means less contact. And unless a team has like a couple of big guys that are powerhouses down low, the game's not going to go back to that way. But I I think it might have even helped the game. Hear me out. Um, (laughs) I don't think Steph Curry survives the 80s NBA. I don't think so either. He's yeah. he's a John Stockton in the eighties. He's not shooting. Yeah. He's trying to facilitate down he's, low. He's a he's a rare unicorn. Um he's a poor Zingus. Whereas now, you know, smaller guys can and they're good enough. Can make it. Yeah, and I hear like announcers talk about this all the time, especially when he had that season with like over four hundred three pointers. Crazy numbers. Uh when he won MVP the well, shoot, which which year was that? The first year they won the championship. No, 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 hold up. The year before they won the first championship of recent times, he had like 253 pointers, most in the league. 
the next year when they won the championship, he had over 400. He broke his own record, like his own NBA record. So when you have a player that can shoot lights out like that with a quick release from anywhere, from the logo, like I hear the announcers talking about all the time. They're like, look, that is a bad shot from anybody else in the league. But a guy like Curry who shoots more than 35% from three feet beyond the arc, that's his range, man. That's just what he's learned to do. So that right there shows you the evolution of the game. Like it's, it's like he's the prime example of it. But you start to see people, like I go to the gym, and these kids are jacking up shots from outside, and they're going in, and I'm like, okay, lucky shot. Like a pull up three on a breakaway. Like, yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. But And that happened last night in the game I was watching, and they were like, like I think it was Jeff Van Gundy. He was like, that is the league today. You're four on one coming down, and you pass it to the open guy for a three rather than getting it down low. Even though statistically the close two point shot is the best shot you can yeah. take. So, no, I, yeah, Alice, I, I understand where the, where the thought comes from of, of it ruining the game, but I think that's just a point of perspective. You know what ruins the game? L.A. Lakers. Why? And this hat will be up for bids. <laughs> At the end of the night. Uh, well, not actually. <laughs> I have to, It belongs to somebody. I have to give it back to them later. Um, Ruin the game. But, yeah, NBA is just evolving. It's uh, something we're all along for the ride for, you know what I'm saying? But that right there pretty much does it. Do you have anything else you want to say before we try to come up with a bet for next week? No. No? <laughs> now, let's see. Good bets to make. I'm going to go to ES. They had the three in the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson era, but it wasn't the go-to shot. Live by the three, four, I mean, probably die by the three. Yeah, right? die yeah. by the three. Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of true. Yeah. So, it's it's different. Okay. So, we're going to find again bet on... Huh. Let's see. So the next podcast is going to be on the 20th of December. Nope. We will not be doing a show next week. Uh, Wednesday is my work Christmas party. And uh, yes, I do have a day job. That's why the, all of these graphics and stuff aren't so aren't all he that awesome. for the Celtics because they're his favorite <laughs> team. No. Um, but I actually uh, partnering with a department at my work. I guess I'll put it that way. And uh, we might be doing some promos for them. Uh, or us, but it's really cool. So you want to stay tuned for that. And talking to the boss man, he's like, "Do it." So I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna do it." Um, so there will be no show next week. We won't see you guys until after Christmas. After Christmas. So maybe we do need to bet on something that's gonna happen between now and then, like the Christmas basketball games. Let's look at that real quick. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> NBA. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way you dribble up and down the court. I root for Boston because they're the best. The Lakers suck. <laughs> Mike of the Jingle Man live on, on the air. The Lakers are figures. You're a the Celtics jerk. are the best. All right. 
So, ho, oh, get out of here, you pop up, you silly guy. I'll take the 76ers. Who that's. Ooh. Ooh. I'll take the Knicks in that one. I'll take Golden State. <laughs> I'll take Golden State. Uh, I will take Boston. I'll take Boston. I will take Houston. I will take Houston. I'll take the Timberwolves. I'll take the Lakers. Okay, so the 76ers <laughs> and the Wolves. <laughs> Uh, so... But what if... Uh, we need a tiebreaker, so... Hmm. Go to the NFL. Oh, boy. We got two weeks. Two-way bet. <laughs> yeah. Hope there's no audio playing on this site. I know the NFL likes to do that. Mute. Mute. I didn't know you could do that. That's fancy. Fun fact, you can mute your tabs on Chrome. Thanks. Why is this not working? I have to apologize. I've been all over the place for this show. I When I got home from work today, I was like turning up. I had the music blasting. I was dancing around. And then the show came on. And I was like, I can't use my words good. And uh, here we are. We made it's it through. Just all that Laker joy, man. They're having a great season. You're just high on the Lakers. I mean, Secretly. the Celtics. Secretly, I love them. Okay, so scroll down. So we've got Thursday? Mm, nah, that's mm -hmm. gonna, that's not very good. Oh, it's right here, too. Okay, so Broncos, Colts, no, we're not gonna bet on that one. My Facebook friend joined in, Targum. Bears, Lions, Archers, Chiefs, Texas, Jacks, Dolphins, Bills. Bengals, Vikings, Cardinals, Redskins, Eagles, Giants, Jets, Saints, Rams, Seahawks, Titans, Niners, Patriots, Steelers, Cowboys, Raiders, Falcons, Buccaneers, Pat, Steelers, and Rams, Seahawks, and you could argue the Packers, Panthers, since they have a rod bad. Okay, so let's yeah. do. A, should we just do a pick 'em of all the Christmas Day games for basketball and this coming week for football? Just a combination. You want to pick everything? Well, I mean, like we we'll have to do it later. Oh. But. Okay. You want to do that? Sure. So like we'll tally up whoever got the most correct out of all the Christmas Day basketball games and all of Week 15. Sure. So what if you win? I'm never going to win. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. I actually thought of this one. This is good. Okay. If I win, okay. the next show that we have a chance to do it, okay. before the show, you have to rap. Okay. Rap God. By Eminem. Okay. I'll no, do it right now. No, you're going to get lyrics on the screen and you have to stumble oh, through rapping a song. You're going to karaoke me. going to karaoke you. Okay. When I murder it, fine. <laughs> That's fine. I like your confidence. YouTube sensation. All right. That would be one for the books. <laughs> I'm going to go memorize that tonight. <laughs> tonight. Could be at work, just like. 
blowing air in people's eyes. And I'm eyes. not gonna memorize because I think I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna memorize because I want to. <laughs> I just, I want to see you. I want to see you rap to the people. Okay. It'll be a edited version. I'm not sure he swears in that. I was wondering. I mean, there's the, a lot. Of, there's swears in the song in right. that seven minute song, man. It's I don't think lo- in the. It's a long song. The quick part. I don't know. That'll be a good one. Uh, <laughs> We are some cool dudes, man. (laughs) Okay, now what do I have to do if you win? Caltron doesn't watch this show, does she? (laughs) No. Okay. She never supports me! Just kidding. kidding. Love you, babe. I have to figure it out. Well, I either need a hidden camera or someone in the room filming. I don't know if this will work out, but uh, <laughs> you would have to, in all seriousness and your best acting, tell her that you don't support nuclear energy and give her three reasons why. <laughs> and just sit there and take it from her it's as she lays in you. <laughs> Just a prank video. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, yeah. I feel like that's more on Kelly than you. So maybe not. We'll have to rethink that. <laughs> yeah, I want a divorce. Whoa, baby! It's Whoa. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. hmm. What if she comes out and she's like, "I don't like it either." I'd be like, "Damn it!" Plot twist. <laughs> well, we need to rethink your uh, career choice here. Babe. <laughs> well, let's have another have a little discussion. I think that's a pretty good one. I mean, I'll have to set I'll come, I need to come up with a backup one. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, because it could work. It's just like we're never around each other. <laughs> just kidding. We played pig. Pig? But you're blindfolded. I like that one. That way, he loses in basketball. We'll see. <laughs> so I have to be blindfolded the whole time? Yep. Or, just, or is it like I can look and then shoot? Sure. That'll be fun. I like that. So that's the fallback? Yeah, that's the fallback if we determine that... See, because I don't know. That... It's it's kind of an, un, an unknown. It's I kind of know. a prank on Kelly. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not really fair. It's not fair. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Yeah, you should, we'd do that for fun. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> yeah. We'll do that in our free time. We'll do that, for, we'll do that on our own. Maybe we'll us. record it. I don't know. That could be on our second channel. Alice, don't tell Kelly about this. Yeah, it's a, it's a secret. It's a secret. <laughs> All right, so there's your bet. The bet is that Micah and I are going to do a pick'em thing for all of the Christmas Day basketball games. There were how many? There's like five. five. So five Christmas Day basketball games we'll pick from, and then we're going to pick from all the games for week 15. So this coming week, starting tomorrow, yep. Thursday, and whoever gets the most right has to fulfill the bet. If I win... He gets to rap, rap God for you guys, karaoke style. Karaokes. Karaoke Uh And then if Alice says, I want to see it, and she wants to see Kelly be embarrassed. No, I don't know if we'll do that one, but but yeah. And then if I lose, I have to go up against Micah playing a game of pig blindfolded. So either way, there's going to be some solid entertainment for everybody. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. But uh, don't forget, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
Snapchat, YouTube. Don't really use the Snapchat all that much, but it's out there. How are we giving this away? We need to find a way to give this away. <laughs> um, we're going to have to share it far and wide. I don't know how to do that, but the internet. We'll, we'll make a post on, on our social media accounts. You want to look out for that. If you're a Celtics fan, awesome. Then whatever the rules say, put in for that. And uh, if you have a friend who is, share it with them. And uh, hopefully they can win themselves a sweet Christmas Celtics hat. It's not, it's not Christmas themed, but it's been worn only once. And uh, it's very clean. I like it. And whoever gives us the biggest donation gets this Lakers hat. It's got the uh, surprise you're talking about here and the Kobe Bryant 24. Um, it's probably worth four bucks, so <laughs> donate at least four bucks. I'm surprised you don't want to try to give that one away for free and sell this one. <laughs> well, this isn't my hat to give; it's just my hat to promote. <laughs> Your logic astounds me. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I want to say thanks to Clay for dropping comments on the YouTube channel. He's always doing that, that every week. Appreciate it, man. Uh, let us know what your picks are. If you want to get involved with the bet a little bit, um, get at us on all the social media outlets. I'll leave them up on the screen after we're done here. Uh, thanks again to my buddy Micah. Hope you have a good Christmas with your family, even though it is... You know, it's 12 days away, but we won't see you guys until after Christmas. So Star Wars comes out soon. Does it come out Christmas time-ish? No, it comes out this weekend. Sweet. I know that's a big deal. All, all the sporting events are doing like Star Wars-themed promotions. and uh, It's kind of a big deal, but I think we all knew that already. So I want everybody to have an awesome Christmas. Enjoy your time with friends and family. Drive safe. Uh, travel safe. And we will see you on the 27th of December. Have a good one. Bye.